Hey there, this is Justin Ayers on the campus of Huntington University. You're listening to Rooted. Make sure you subscribe to Rooted wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find us by searching Forrester Radio Rooted. And you can also catch Rooted every Thursday evening at 7 on 105.5 WQHU. And as always, you can stream Forrester Radio anytime, anywhere on ForresterRadio.com. Today, I'm sitting down with Joel Childs, head coach of the HU Men and Women's Track Program. So, Coach... Tell me a little bit about your history with running and how you came to be the HU men and women's track coach. I got into running because I wanted to stay in shape for basketball. And in the fact that I never grew above five foot eight, uh, basketball never really was going to work out for me. And so um, I just kept on running and kept getting better and better at that. And so eventually basketball went by the wayside and uh, running, I just kept on going and um, had some success at the high school level. And um, I was given the opportunity to compete at the college level. And that's really how I got started into running both at the high school level and at the college level. So I know a lot of people have driving forces behind what really motivates them to run. So is yours really just to stay in shape? You know what? The the opportunity to, to stay in shape or, or to get into better shape is certainly was the main driving force of why I started running. I think that's very common for most people out there who get into running. Uh, but honestly... Not only was it to stay in shape, but it was just an opportunity to be a part of something that I could actually contribute to. Um, I think what's so important about team sports in general is it gives someone something to belong to. And for me, um, like I said earlier, um, I grew up playing basketball, but it was very obvious as I got older that you know basketball was not going to be in my life in the future. And so it not only, again, was something that kept me in shape, but it was a team that I could belong to and be an integral part of that program and development and so on and so forth. What were the steps that you took after college to become the coach here at Huntington University? Well, <laughs> that is a story in and of itself. I graduated with a computer science degree, uh, which uh, you know you don't use so often as a professional or full-time coach. So I graduated with a computer science degree, which uh, gave me the opportunity to start working for um, the local school corporation here. And because I was working for the lo- local school corporation, um, I was done with practice by, I'm, I'm sorry, I was done with my day by 3.30. And so I just started working out with the local high school team team and that eventually led me into more coaching and um, after a couple years at the high school coach king who was the previous head coach here asked me if i'd be interested in joining him at at the college and to be perfectly honest i I wasn't super interested in it i just really enjoyed my time working with the high school kids and i enjoyed the coaching staff i was on but then he did tell me you know in the midst of talking with him that it would be a paid position and in the fact i'd been coaching for over two years and hadn't made a dime off of it that got me pretty interested did pretty quickly. Uh, met with Coach King, had a long conversation with him, and that's that's how I started here at Huntington. So then I spent the next four years here at Huntington as the assistant cross-country and track and field coach. So Coach, why do you still run today? I know a lot of athletes I know will quit right after their senior year of high school or college. So what makes you still go out and run every day? Well, I think the, the big thing there is that the reason I got into running wasn't just because I was successful at it. I legitimately enjoyed it. I enjoyed 
enjoyed being around the people who were involved with running, um, and I just enjoyed pushing my body. So often when kids quit running, it's because they're forced to do it to begin with, or they were just pushed so hard so early that they sort of killed the joy that they had with high school running. And so for myself, um, you know, I never really experienced that. The high school I went to and the high school program I was involved with was not very well developed. And to be perfectly honest, that means I was very underdeveloped as a high school athlete, but it also let me appreciate running all the more, the better I got at it. And so my development and the reason my passion for running still continues to this day is it, it, I wasn't forced to do it or I wasn't crushed by it as a younger individual. But I mean, on top of that, when you look at athletics and the opportunity that you get to see kids not only at their highs when they're winning and that sort of thing, but also at their lows, you know, through losing or whatever the case may be, um, it's just a great opportunity, um, not only as a coach, but also as a athlete to feed into those individuals and be that person that can help support them in their lows, but also keep them grounded and be with them when they're in their highs. Because I think that's that's what's so crucial and why so many people buy into athletics. So for me, I've had so many people and so many coaches talk to me about the concept of running to glorify God or competing in athletics to glorify God. And sometimes I really just don't understand what that means. And I know a lot of people will look at it and not be completely sure the steps to take. So in your career as an athlete and a coach, what do you do to glorify God? when it comes to athletics? Well, I think that athleticism is absolutely a gift given by God. And, you know, to not use that gift is to not glorify God with something that he's bestowed upon you. Uh, my personal opinion is, is if he took the time to bless you with those gifts, the least you can do is take the time to use those gifts that he's given to you. And so for me, I think the opportunity to go out there and push your body and just see what you can do is absolutely an opportunity to glorify God through those actions. But additionally, it goes back to why it is that I do what I do and why I continue to run and so on and so forth, because it gives you the opportunity then to support your other teammates and the people around you. And so in answering your question is, you know, how do you equate running or doing something physical in sports to glorifying God is the fact that we all are called to do one thing, and that thing is to um, make fishers of men or to uh, make disciples of all nations. And the big question is, okay, if that's my calling, then how do I do that? And it's to take what your passion is or what you're good at and to use that to further God's work here on earth. And so people's success it's typically in the avenue of sports and that sort of thing, With especially with this sort of generation where we idolize professional athletes. It gives kids the opportunity to see that sort of individual and use those gifts then to glorify God through their own gifts, but also through their actions because of their gifts. Do you think that's a bigger problem today with professional athletes right now, more abusing the talent that God has given them instead of using it to glorify God? Absolutely. I once heard a professional athletes say that, you know, it's not not my fault or I didn't ask to be placed on a pedestal where people um, use me as a person to mimic or to idolize and that sort of thing. And, and that's true. However, so what? Um, you are that person, so you need to take um, advantage of that and use that in a positive way instead of a negative way. People need to understand the influence they have over people and, again, use that in a positive way. You didn't ask for it, but you got it, so now you've got to use it to the best of your ability 
And then why would you then not use that in a way to glorify God? So a big part of sports comes off the field. How can you continue this glorification of God through athletics when you're struggling with injuries or you're dealing with outside problems that you're carrying onto the court or onto the track with you? I think that's an excellent question. I think that's probably what I deal with most for athletes. What I mean specifically is I think it's really important that when kids look at the gifts that they have, that they understand that their gifts are not one-sided. And so often when we recruit an athlete, they're the best athlete at their high school or one of the best athletes at their high school. So when they don't have the opportunity anymore to run or throw or jump, they feel like they can't properly contribute to a team anymore. And that's absolutely not the case. Myself specifically, when I was in college, um, I had a hip injury that took me out by and large for an entire year. And that was very difficult for me because I'd never really dealt with that. However, because of those sort of injuries or that injury that I had, I had to figure out, okay, I can't contribute to the team through my legs or through my running. So what is it that I can do to bolster our program, to help the program? And so more often than not, the hard conversations I have to have with kids is because of injuries is, you know, it's too bad that you can't run or you can't throw or you can't jump, but that doesn't mean you're not important to this program. Your ability to contribute to this team does not begin or end with your ability to run or jump or throw, but it goes way beyond that. A team is made up of more than just your stud athletes. There's so much more that goes on there. So again, more often than not, that conversation is, okay, I'm sorry that you're going through this, but the next step is, what is the best way for you to contribute to this team outside of your athletic ability? And it's a conversation I have more often than not, because also it's something that I went through myself. And so you can do so much more than just run, throw, or jump. It's just putting you outside that comfort zone where you have to figure that out. As a coach at a Christian university, how do you approach an athlete of yours who is blatantly running for themselves and for their own pride rather than for to glorify God? It's a very difficult question. More often than not, I would say that God intervenes for me in that sort of situation, and I just piggyback off of God. I would say that a lot of times kids end up going through some sort of problem, whether it be athletic-related or home life or roommate or boyfriend or girlfriend, that really knocks them off of their ability to compete at a high level. And that's typically where I start getting involved, and it's more of a mentorship where um, I try to guide them back to where they were. So I would say that when people are doing it more for themselves, God intervenes and changes them, and then I help them through that process. All right. Thank you so much, Coach. Again, this was Coach Childs, the head of the Huntington University Men and Women's Track and Field Program. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Rooted. And thank you all out there who are listening. Make sure you describe to Rooted on your preferred podcast app. And remember, you can listen to Forrester Radio on 105.5 WQHU over the air in Huntington or anytime, anywhere at ForresterRadio.com.